Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 218. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bringing all awareness to this now moment. Deep breath. Allow yourself to feel heavy and perfectly supported. Find the natural rhythm of your breathing. Be here now. As we have received a glimpse into the future, we would be so mindful to know that nothing happens until we bring it into existence. So all things are in the realm of probability and depending on the individual most dominant thoughts, feelings, emotions, this would be the experiencer's version of reality that will then be blended into the collective reality. So although we have received a glimpse, it is our responsibility, we must be accountable for our own unfolding since we are here to create or co-create our own reality. So from this perspective, we might say that we are now entering the unknown, since we are holding the future in our most dominant thoughts, feelings, emotions. And as we are entering the unknown, the realm of mystery, this can sometimes create a concern or worry that would then become the dominant vibration and then outpictured. So we want to practice embracing that which we do not know so that we can be even more refined in creating what we do want to happen. This is the realm of potential. And in that realm of potential, anything is possible. So as we simplify stepping into the unknown, it is knowing that anything is possible. And if we can stay in that knowing, this should bring excitement and eagerness because all things are available should we choose it. So as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about entering the realm of mystery and embracing the unknown so we can utilize that raw potential and mold it into that which we would like to experience. There is nothing to worry about, no concerns, no problem to solve, only thoughts, feelings, emotions to be reinterpreted, re-advised and then disciplined, anchored in the direction of that which we would like to experience. 
So we are at the point of development. We have always been able to create what we want. But we are now collectively reaching that point. This is why we are bearing witness to the collapsing of the old paradigm, which is why some may be nervous or in unease, because this is the realm of mystery. We're not sure what's going to happen next, but we are what's going to happen next, because we create what happens next. Yes. take steps to embrace the unknown. We want to keep it simple and refer to the child in this regard. They are probably the best at embracing the unknown. They have this sort of reassured confidence or confidence within, just something letting them know all is well. So from this perspective, we want to embrace a light-hearted approach, a playful essence into the unknown, which makes the energy of fear naturally transform into excitement, since they are essentially the same thing. So it might be the playfulness, the light-heartedness that alters that perception of fear into excitement and eagerness. Furthermore, as the child is going into the unknown, they would also know above all else what they want. Very stubborn. How many times have we seen a child throw a tantrum because they don't get their way? So we do want to utilize an aspect of this stubbornness in regards to knowing above all else what you want from the heart space. And if we can look back at our journey thus far, that was also the realm of mystery, and we made it here. So in the knowingness of what we want from the heart space, if we can remember all of our needs will always be met, and they always were met, it might shift a little bit those things that we think we want. And then we might realize sometimes we didn't get what we wanted because it may not have been what we needed. So we would begin this idea of embracing the realm of mystery by taking a moment to reflect and ask self, what do I need right now? What do I need? And then ask self, what do I want? What do I want right now? And we may be surprised that after we recognize all of our needs are met, our wants dissolve, they subside. It does not mean we will still not seek or intend to enjoy fun and exciting things in the world. That's what we're here for, to experience this realm of existence. But it will take the pressure off of the attachment to those outpictured things that we sometimes get so focused on. So as we are embracing 
the realm of mystery, coming from the perspective of the child. This is to support and fine-tune the subconscious, which is not aware of what's true or not. So what do we say? In the want or desire stepping into the unknown, we can rely on the knowingness our needs are met, and then we won't really have a want or need in the unknown, and we will be open to receive those blessings, gifts, and miracles that are beyond our imagination. Which is why we want to keep simplifying Realm of Mystery as the space where anything is possible. This would also support us in the idea of manifestation where we don't know if it's coming or not. That's also the realm of mystery, the unknown. But if we can stay anchored in the knowing, in the realm of mystery and unknown, anything is possible, then we won't be so worried or concerned in regards to those manifestations coming or not. We will just know anything is possible, they're on their way. So we don't want to stop wanting. That would defeat the nature of the humanoid. But we do want to know our needs are met. So when we enter the realm of mystery and the unknown, we don't really have any attachment to an outcome. And then all of the desires and wants that the I am, God in us, remembers Every single thing we've ever requested is in a memory bank. God never forgets it. When we let go of that concern or worry about what will happen and embrace the unknown, knowing anything is possible, some of those seeds that we have been nurturing and maybe gave up on will start to reveal themselves. And then we would realize the only reason maybe some of those seeds never flourished is because we were so concerned about whether it would happen or not in the unknown, forgetting anything is possible in the unknown. So the realm of mystery really is where the magic happens. It's pure potential. It's the realm of probabilities. And as the universe would have it, Everything is existing right now. You're already that millionaire. You're already in your brand new house with your partner. You're already the successful business owner. Those are all already in existence. But they will happen when we let them. And we say let them specifically because from this perspective in the realm of the unknown, no longer are we taking steps to strategize how to manifest and bring things to us. In a realm where all things are possible, we just let them flow to us. So we're still manifesting. But in the realm of unknown and mystery, it is an easier way to manifest. Meaning we don't need to go magnetize and raise your vibration. You're already vibrating at the frequency of all things that are meant for you. And if we can just get out of the way and allow them to come, we will realize that God created it that way. That we don't have to struggle or push our force. And how would we know that? Well, I can only speak for myself as your brother. I would realize we don't have to struggle or push and force only after I have been struggling and pushing and forcing. 
So in that efforting, it does serve us. I can only speak for myself. It does serve us. It served me to know that I have been, what's this word, like exuding energy, not wasting energy, but focusing it in the direction that was unnecessary. I didn't need to try so hard to bring me the things that my heart knew I wanted. They were already mine, but in the realm of mystery, I didn't know that. Because mystery, the realm of unknown, is a dark cave, which is why we're honoring it as the space where anything is possible. But unless we are coming from a light-hearted approach, we are going to be fearful in that dark cave instead of excited. And again, referring to the example of the child who does not come to earth in fear, but it is taught how to be afraid. We teach the child how to interpret its excitement as fear. Which is again why we would begin that unfolding or process of embracing mystery by getting into a more light-hearted approach. And how do we do this? There's not one way, and as we are all individualized, there are unique ways, meaning everyone would do this our own way. So what might it look like for the humanoid that has reached a point in development where we have caught up to speed with the nature of this experience, meaning now we are knowing that nothing happens to us, it happens in response of us. And as we are at the leading edge now, that is the dark cave entrance. What would it look like for the humanoid who is catching up to speed with the knowingness that all things are created from the inside out and who has now stepped at the threshold, the doorway of the path leading into the realm of mystery and unknown. Deep breath. As we are discussing what it might look like for the humanoid who is now approaching that threshold or the realm of mystery, we would simplify this and utilize what we are already doing, and that is honoring imagination. To use your imagination. You're already doing this. This is why we're afraid to enter the dark cave without knowing what's in there. Because you imagine that the shadows are attacking, or there's snakes or spiders energetically. We're imagining the worst that can happen. And this is not a bad thing. It's an indicator that our five senses is working impeccably. But if we can continue to honor the path that led us to this point, we can assure ourselves, the five sensorial aspect, the ego, that I am safe, all is well. And in the conflict of mind, it would say, well, how do you know? Do you remember that one time we entered the realm of mystery and you got hurt? And then you would assure yourself again, yes, I got hurt, but now I'm wiser. I'm here. I made it. So this might be a 
communication with the self in regards to soothing ourselves into comfort and gaining the trust of that version of self that's trying to keep us safe. So since we're already using the realm of imagination, this would suggest we just need to fine-tune the way into which we are using it. And how do we use it? Well, coming from the perspective of the adult humanoid, we oftentimes utilize imagination to sabotage and to fulfill self-prophecies in regards to the worst things that might happen. We even have very strange sayings on earth that we don't want to say, but I'm sure that we can tune into them, meaning you all know what we're referring to. We have sayings that are very pessimistic when things are going good. And in regards to preparation, to prepare for the worst sometimes. So we want to recognize the social constructs that are sometimes not allowing us to see our capacity to embrace the realm of mystery and unknown in excitement and eagerness. So we want to trust the subconscious, the inner child more that is in the vicinity of its well-being. It knows all is well. It knows it came to create. It knows it came for fun. It knows it is taught to be afraid because it is conflicting with what it naturally feels. When the parent tells the child, we can't jump on the bed, you might get hurt. The child doesn't understand this. It's not in the self-fulfilling prophecy yet. It's not expecting the worst yet. All it knows is it's fun to jump on the bed. And then the adult might say, well, what might happen if we jump? And then we teach the child to expect to sometimes get hurt jumping on the bed. And will this occur? It might. Can we stop it from occurring? No meaning sometimes the child needs to fall so that it can get the lesson in regards to what might happen. But once we are at the threshold of mystery and unknown, we have not fallen yet. So we would be utilizing prior teachings in regards to being afraid. And in the idea of being her, it would be the lesson in regards to trying again. At least you tried. So we want to know that where we are is exactly where we should be in regards to the next level of development. And if you are confused and unsure about the steps to take next or what might unfold, chances are you are not confused, you are visualizing and imagining that bad things or not so good things may occur, while you are subconsciously intending for the most beautiful and magical things to occur. So there's a conflict which brings the confusion. So what do we want to do? Well, since we are utilizing the imagination anyway, we want to get in the habit of expecting that all things will work out in our favor. And why would we do this? Because they are working in our favor anyway. 
no longer are we afraid of a negative experience, a lower vibrational phase or cycle, because we have done the work or held the intention enough to stay in the knowing that all things are a communication from God, that we are being guided at all times, even in the negative emotion, as a signal of a reinterpretation needed. So we're not afraid of the fear anymore. We're actually excited, and there has been so much momentum in regards to not embracing the unknown, to stay in rigidity and routine and expectation. Why? Because it is safe. But in safety, there might not be growth. What happens if a sunflower doesn't grow or change positions? For those of you unaware, the, the sunflower turns away from the sun when it's soaked up enough. And some might even say it moves. There's cases of sunflowers moving, being in different position, not walking. Maybe the roots under the ground have a system of flow or something, but the sunflower indeed does turn to the sun and away. It gets what it needs and then it goes back into self. So what are we saying? In the realm of imagination, Get what you need so that you can face the dark cave. Go into the realm of mentalism and visualize, since you're already doing this, we are already doing this, visualize the things that might go right and those things that might work in your favor instead of the worry or concern in the realm of mystery, which is rather silly because this is pure potential and where anything is possible. That's where the party's at. Not in our safety. Not in our comfortable. So we want to have the energy, bring it on. And what are we trusting in, in regards to stepping into the dark cave? We're trusting in ourself. In the intention we have been holding. In all the inner work we have been doing in the calibrations, into the knowingness that only God is here and all is well. We want to be able to observe that now in our experience. But the whole reason we have been doing this work or holding this intention is to support us into becoming the Christ, to be reborn. And we do not do that by maintaining the identity that we've always been. So because of this, we would need to embrace the realm of mystery and unknown so we can be born again. So that we can go into the darkness, into the realm of mystery, and illuminate it, bringing more data and being integrated and whole. And then from that perspective, gaining the lesson that we've never been alone, even in the darkness. That's exactly, rather, it's especially where we are supported. Why are we especially supported in darkness? Because we're unaware and we can't see or perceive. So the guidance that loves us so much does not want us to be afraid to embrace what it knows is in there for us, which is all of our blessings, gifts, and miracles. So what is the humanoid looking like when we embrace the unknown? We're looking like a kid again. We're looking like we have fun. 
we're looking like we imagine and pretend. Ooh, what if I go in there and there's a miracle? Instead of, oh my gosh, I'm afraid to go in there, what might happen? What if I go in there and there's a party? What if I go in there and that's what I've been waiting for? So what if it works out? That's the only distinguishment between the child and the adult, that the adult has not given itself the opportunity to bear witness to its own capacity to be supported and create. Because for whatever reason, we have bit the apple of the default setting that was rigidity and the social memory construct of routine and we can't do this, you can't do that. But as we are bearing witness to the collapsing of that structure, it's almost like we feel guided to say you either embrace the unknown or you're going to have a very difficult time in the unknown because it's coming anyway. And as it's pure potential, this is pure source energy that's like clay. It's waiting to be molded. And in our imagination, if you are worried or concerned about what might go wrong, that's essentially asking. That's a prayer. Prayer is just a focused intention with the request. Worry, concern is just a focused intention with the request. We're not seeing it this way. But in the neutrality of the universe, it matters not if you're saying, I don't want that awful thing to happen. It doesn't hear the I don't. It feels and sees and knows where your point of focus is, so it thinks it's a request. So if we can embrace the dark cave and step in with the expectation that it will be illuminated and that we will bear witness to the support and guidance that is always available to us, it must show itself to us. Why? Because we're already showing ourselves our own self-fulfilling prophecies in regards to what if horrible things go wrong or I, I don't know what's going to happen and it's okay to be confused. Confusion is a good thing in this perspective because, in this regard rather, because we are being shown that we are embracing the unknown. You should be confused. We've never been here yet. We haven't been here yet. So the confusion is an indicator that it's an opportune time to discipline our thoughts, feelings, emotions and start utilizing the imagination in our favor instead of against us as the saboteur. So what does this look like? It would look like being so mindful that our thoughts, feelings, emotions, our actions, and our words are not working against us and we are in alignment with the expectation of the blessings and miracles that have been promised to us. And how do we know they're promised to us? Because these are the things that we want to do, our hearts to desire, those impulses that are trying to guide us towards our creativities and passions. They're promised to you, meaning they're already yours. This is why you want to experience them. But as we are the pushers of the envelope, we are at the leading edge. We would then need to bear witness to those hearts to the desires and step out of the vicinity where they cannot occur, and that's in the comfort zone. Comfort zone is only good for one thing, comfort. But as you know, you could even be comfortable too long where it becomes uncomfortable. 
how many times do we need to help a brother, sister, being who might be elderly when they're laying in bed because they might get bed sores or because their body starts to ache. Sometimes comfortable too long becomes stagnation and then it becomes uncomfortable. And what's the indicator of, or rather the communication of uncomfortable? It might be a movement is needed. There's an alteration needed. There's an adjustment to go back into ease and comfort. So as we are bearing witness to the old paradigm collapsing, it might make some of us uncomfortable, which is the indicator it's time for us to start moving in the direction of our preferred realities so that we can participate at an interconnected level with what we all experience. But no one can do it for you. No one can do it for you. Only you vibrate for you. So what parts of our experience have we been too comfortable in and we are not yet realizing that there is a bigger, more beautiful, harmonious experience outside of what we've been holding on to? Where have we been too afraid to embrace the unknown because we've been hurt in the past? And then noticing we're creating from past. And since we're creating from past, that's what we would experience in the realm of mystery and unknown. Why? Because at a subconscious level, or rather at a five sensorial level, we are imagining that those horrible things that happened once before would happen again. And how are we so sure they won't? Because you've already gotten the lesson. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in resonance or aligned with this message. And let's just say that something does occur in regards to bringing a grievance into your experience. You will handle it more successfully than you ever have been before. Because at that point you went through it, it was the unknown. And you went through it, you fell, you got back up, and now you're stronger, more resilient, and more able, more qualified to be able to deal with those things in a way where it doesn't have such a big effect or influence. So what are we doing? We are taking our experience from the journey thus far into the realm of the mystery and the unknown, similar to the child who is taking the lessons and the curriculum into the next class it goes into. We have been preparing for this moment of development. We are in a transition from one space to another, and we are able to utilize that which has occurred prior, but we are not going to imagine that those things would happen again. We are going to know that should they rise again, we would handle them in a way where it does not knock us down like it did before. So every day we want to start asking ourselves, what can I do today to embrace the unknown? And we always want to begin getting in a light-hearted approach first. Getting in a sense of awe and wonder like the child. And then ask, what can I do today 
to embrace the unknown. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to pull one tarot card from the Lightseer's tarot deck. On the cover of this deck, her eyes are closed, but it is also called Lightseer's. This might be the symbolism that whatever we are wishing to observe outside of us, we must see it within us. So the realm of mystery and the unknown is like a blank screen, which is why we honor it as the dark cave. There's nothing there yet. But it's only because we have not created it. So whatever you are imagining, you will experience. Meaning whatever you think will be true. Whatever you know to be true in your realm of imagination will present itself in the dark cave, in the realm of mystery. Deep breath. So we would ask for an archetype or a theme in regards to the dark cave or the realm of mystery and the unknown. is the Eight of Cups. The Eight of Cups represents movement or walking away. It is to honor yourself at an emotional level. Eight is also the archetype or the number for endings and beginnings. It's a karmic cycle as eight represents infinity as above so below. Also what comes around goes around. This is the energy of causing the effect. And in the depiction, the sister is walking away. Her back is toward us. And she has left her cups behind her. So in regards to stepping into the realm of mystery and the unknown, it's not so much to... The focus is not so much to try to determine or control what will be revealed to you as much as it may be stop focusing on what you don't want to be revealed to you let go of those worry concerns and fears because that is what will be revealed in the archetype of eight of cups which represents water the emotional body This might be saying that we are given an opportunity before we enter the realm of mystery to take a scan of those things that do cause us fear, worries, concerns. So wherever we are noticing ourselves be intense and um, resistance to the unfolding, this is not the indicator that you have work to do or something's wrong. It just means that there is energy and emotions that still need to be moved so that we cannot, so that we will not be slowed down or have a bumpy ride as we do step into the mystery and unknown. 
So it's saying, take an emotional account of what we are holding on to. And in the idea of being afraid to embrace the unknown or the realm of mystery, this might be the perfect time to sit in contemplation and meditation and ask the self, why? And if we can know the why we are holding on to that saboteur energy which is stopping us from moving forward, we would be able to alter that cause and create a new effect. So the Eight of Cups is saying, you have made it to the end of your karmic cycle. So we want to be in celebration and joy in regards to the realm of mystery and the unknown. The dark cave represents your journey, that you are at the end of a phase. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing that we are worried, concerned, or afraid to move forward. Why is it a good thing? Because we're looking at that emotion and communication from the perspective of the child. And we know we are not afraid. We're excited because we've never been here. So in these next days, let us fine-tune the inner realm so to stop projecting it out there as the realm of mystery is getting prepared to show us our most dominant fears, thoughts, emotions. Also, our most dominant excitement, since fear is excitement in a mask, we'll say. So above all else, it's not so much to decide what you want to experience, more than it is to let go of the things that are not allowing us to experience them. It's not so much figure out what to manifest in the realm of mystery. It's figure out, let go of what's stopping us from naturally attracting those things that were already meant for us. We have made it. We have made it through the most difficult part of our journey. And we have said this before but we keep focusing on the most difficult part of the journey. But now that we have reached the point of mystery and the unknown, it has grabbed our attention. This is what's occurring in the world. No one knows what's going to happen because everything's collapsing. But we know because we have come to be the Christ. We have come to be reborn. And the things that are going to happen are the things that we are visualizing, focused on, and imagining in our inner realm. So it's an opportune time to be like the child again and to refer to the heart space where you used to know what you loved, where you would wake up excited just for another day to go play and pretend and dance and play in the sand, the playground, to go cook, all of those things never left you. And although we don't need to utilize them in the exact way, it's the essence that we can capture again in regards to that sense of awe and wonder, to be excited for another day, to dive into the dark cave because we get to utilize that pure, pure potential in regards to imagination. It's bouncing back to us what we are imagining inside of us. So let us imagine for ourselves an experience that is full of love, joy, and happiness. 
and let us imagine for the collective that we are living in a world of peace, brotherhood, and sisterhood, where all beings are spiritually free. Yes. <laughs>